At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Moncrief on News Talk. Now, as we all know, the first two decades of this century has seen a dramatic decline in the number of pubs in this country, particularly in rural Ireland. And the pub isn't just a place that sells pints. All too often, it's a community resource. So perhaps is it time to start protecting the Irish pub? Could it be added to the UNESCO list of intangible cultural heritage? The Fianna Fáil TD, Neve Smith, has been suggesting this for quite a while. Good afternoon, Neve. Good afternoon, Sean, to you and your listeners. Uh, so could you tell us what the, inta- what the UNESCO list of intangible, cur- cur- sorry, it's hard to say, cultural heritage, what is it? Well, that's just it, intangible cultural heritage. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that uh, we, I suppose we can't put our hands on. It's not physical, a physical being. Yes, our public pubs are physical beings, but it's that unique atmosphere that you get in an Irish pub. And this was all part of a whole report that uh, my committee did, not just me, our whole Oireachtas Committee around tourism. And we heard from many of the tourism um players, the the stakeholders within that area. And the pubs, it has to be said, have a very unique uh, part to play in all that. They are a tourist attraction. We might take them for granted as the little local down the street, John. We see lots of them dotted around the country, particularly in rural parts, the old fashioned. When I say, you know, the ones that we're talking about, you know, uh, putting on an inventory, we're talking about the very old pubs in particular, the ones that have that national cultural heritage that sometimes something we may not actually recognise uh, as something that's important to our heritage. But, you know, anytime you go abroad, what's the first thing we'll probably do is look for the Irish bar. But it's not just the Irish people that do that, as you know. Tourists right across the globe, uh, when they're on holidays, you'll see these Irish bars popping up. Now, of course, as you know, they're nothing like, in a lot of cases, the real Irish bar that you see in Ireland. But uh, it was one of the ideas that our committee came up with. It was one of the recommendations that we put forward to the department that they would actually conduct an audit uh, around the rural, rural Ireland to see where these na- rural assets are, as in our pubs, that might actually make the cut in identifying them as potential candidates to make that UNESCO list of intangible cultural heritage. Uh, and so it wouldn't be just any any and all Irish pubs. There'd be a criteria there that have to meet. There would indeed. There would indeed, of course, there'd be a criteria. And I suppose for your listeners listening in, the, a pub, I mean, we can all identify many pubs, but Sean's Bar there in Athlone. I mean, anybody who goes to Athlone hmm. and knows Sean's Bar knows that there's something unique about it. It's a huge part of the history and heritage of Athlone. There's lots of them, dare I say, around Cavan and Monaghan as well, and plenty of them around, around the country. And unfortunately, we have seen more and more of them close their doors particularly since COVID Sean but it hasn't been just COVID it's, I suppose it's the drop in numbers of people going to the pub but as you said at the very outset they're far more than just a pub when we see uh, lots of people use them for their first communions for refreshments after funerals they have an integral part in our communities and within the Irish psychic as well and I think the fact that we see so many of them closing their doors I think it would be 
uh, a useful thing for the department to do an inventory around this and a useful thing too for tourism and to maybe give them a bit of a bolster for tourism in our country to actually have that recognition that they they have a unique part to play in our tourism product and have them protected into the future. Yeah. Now, the thing is though, as you, as you alluded to yourself, a reason why a lot of pubs close down are, are, are financial reasons being on yeah. a UNESCO list, will that change that economic reality at all for them? Well, it's like anything, I suppose, if you've got a certain status and a, a certain recognition, it certainly does improve uh, your bolster, your, 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 I suppose, attraction to tourists coming into the country. I suppose people in the, those communities are already using Yeah, I, I think it's certainly something that rural pubs across Ireland would buy into. Um, they have been knocking on the door of government for a long time about, I suppose, their diminishing numbers, the challenges that are faced, that they're faced with. Like every business, whether it be energy, um, getting staff at the moment is a huge problem. And they don't have the turnover that the pubs used to have. I mean, they don't keep family businesses and families, I suppose, going anymore the way they used to in the past. You know, you see any generationally owned pubs, their families are generally encouraging their children to go off to find, you know, mm. pastures green and, and other f- ways of making an income and a living. But when, when, when we see that that's the turning point we are at for the Irish pub, I think it's time that we uh, took note of that and we did find a way to bolster them, as I said, give them that recognition and that protection. And it can become, become more part of our tourism product for the country. Yeah, though, I mean, there, there are, and maybe Sean's bar isn't the best example of this because it's a fabulous bar and, and, and it's doing a roaring trade and, and, you know, good luck to them and they completely deserve that. But in a small village in a rural mm. area where there's one pub or maybe two pubs and they've mm. closed down because, as you say, people can't travel into them a- anymore and they may, and that pub may have been in that family's hands for generations. They mm. need, they, like... They need more than, they need a dig out. They need a grant well, or they, they need do. a bus service, you know, those they, kinds of they things. They do, they do, they do. And I, I completely take your point, but I, I'm going to give you another example. Ina House, which is a small little country pub in the heart of the country, and there's not another pub or shop or anything around it between Virginia and Baylor. But, you know, it has its customers, it has its clientele, it provides a really unique, I suppose, opportunity for local people in that catchment area to come and chat and meet up over the weekend, play cards. I know there's qu- quizzes on to do fundraising for the local community of course they need help uh, and they need assistance and this may be one way of doing it yeah but not the only one not not the only one of course of course i mean the government did row in behind all of those type the hospitality business businesses during COVID and I know that certainly um, the hospitality sector are making a very strong argument now uh, around the VAT rate but I suppose that's deviating away from this particular topic. I do think there's certainly value and merit in asking the department to do that inventory and to look for that extra status um, on the intangible cultural heritage list because I suppose that will appeal more to our um, international uh, tourism product than our domestic one but of course it will be of interest to people who who are, are, are travelling around the country as well. Neve, thanks a million for speaking with us today. Uh, that was uh, the Fianna Fáil TD, you, uh, uh, Neve Smith. Uh, there are a couple of comments on that. Uh, there are some great pubs in Dublin that could make the list. Grogan's, Dame Tavern uh, and so many others are just unique as pubs you'd find uh, in a rural... Oh, no, indeed, but... I suppose a lot of those are in the centre of Dublin and, you know, they're, they're, uh, and I don't know how, you know, whether they're struggling financially or not. I would doubt it because 
They're, in, they're right in the centre of a very busy city. Uh, though another text says, greedy publicans and drinks companies increasing the price of the pint are the reason so many pubs are closing. Like restaurants, well-run places who respect their customers will stay busy and stick around. Price gougers and poor service places will drop away. Uh, and I look forward to reading out many comments uh, from people running pubs, uh, perhaps attempting to disabuse you of that notion, though... I think what Neve is talking about is those small local pubs that have been there for a long time and have multiple uses uh, for people and to, and so many of those, uh, something close to 2,000 uh, since the ter- turn of the century. Uh, Deirdre says, just back from a trip to the Leicester area of the UK and uh, came upon a tiny village whose community had got together to buy the pub. Thought it was an interesting idea. It is a, a fascinating idea. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.